Don't start, bitch. I know you. <laughs> Welcome to Discretion Advised. Mark's fucking things up. He's broadcasting yeah. <laughs> from a favorite dumpster in I Hell's Kitchen. I knew you were going to start. Uh, he's doing sniffies joke. from the bottom of the dumpster. Welcome uh, to the show. Everyone is welcome. Even the scuzz rats. Hi, Mark. Mark Lacamara. My, my new air conditioner just fell on my foot. <laughs> so you don't have central air? No, I do. It is. But there's, there's, I don't know. Fuck it. I don't care. Move it along. <laughs> okay. <laughs> Good morning. I told you not to start yet. I wasn't ready, but here we are. Go for it. You got to keep on, get on your toes. I'm going to. Get on something else. You know what? There's no such thing as luck. It's opportunity meets preparation. I am always prepared. Are you? We're about <laughs> yeah. to find out. Were you prepared last night for your quadruple date with your... You had sex in the bathroom of Titanic? Uh, we had a lovely dinner. It was just two of them, and it wasn't really a date. We are friends. Titanic was great. I think we need to roll this back a little bit. So yesterday, I went on John's... I was at John's house at Sirius XM for the news with John Hill. Every Tuesday, I was his guest, and um, he revealed that he had a date with a quad, meaning that they're in a quadruple or they're in a thruple? No, they are a thruple. I am pitching myself to be the quad. I would complete the quad. That seems like a lot of work. Listen, as I'm entering my 40th, my mid 40s -hmm. in a month, I will be 45. And I'm entering that phase of my life. I'm trying to see what I want in a relationship. Maybe I want three different kinds of people in one. Who knows? I'm trying to reject the heteronormative Judeo-Christian pagan, or not. I don't know what I'm talking about. Maybe I want four guys. <laughs> it makes sense. Like when you I know what I'm get, saying. When I go and get ice cream, <laughs> I don't just get one flavor. I get like a couple different flavors in my cup. So that's you do the Bukkake cup. You're looking for like three guys in your cup. I don't know what I'm looking for, but I'm. Thank you for being on my show, by the way. I appreciate you, and I'm grateful for you. And it was very fun to have you at Sirius. Um, I read the comments. I'm a big advocate of not reading comments. I don't read comments. What did they say? I was in your house, and I didn't want to fuck things up for you. And so I did. Are you sure you didn't? (laughs) Yes. According to the comments, everyone loved it. (laughs) People did love you. I I always bring it. I was worried was about like saying something wrong because it's, you know, more family oriented there. We're not fucking it is. people with dildos there, although I did try. Right. Yeah. No, it's Scott you know, wasn't just, having it. Scott's the best. Yeah. No, you were great. And I loved having you um well, I loved having you on on my show. I was responding to well. I got a I got a, a moment from Cam- I got a facial expression from Cameron just there. Cameron's like, just I, upset no shade to you. We to You're the best. You're really the best upset. podcast producer. Scott's mm. the best live broadcasting producer. You can all there's room for both of you. You're also gay, yeah, and you also love armpits. Apparently, both of you. Look at him waving that smelly finger at us. Not me. Not, Not me, me, bitch. Anyway, thank you. I loved having you on my show. Thanks for doing it. Thank you for having me. So you celebrated the 20th anniversary of Hairspray. Is that why you're in New York? Yes, that's why I'm here. I'm here for a couple of weeks. We had our big 20th anniversary reunion, danced around on my torn meniscus. That's it was exciting. great. I 20 mean, years. That was 20 my big break. Later. That was my big Broadway gig. Look at you. You were an actress and now you're a mattress. A prostitute. Yeah, flat on my back. There you go. All day. Yeah, selling <laughs> it all for, for porn. But what did you guys do? Tell me. What was your big 20th thing? Did you guys like get together, sing songs, spray your hair, fuck Marissa? What happened? That's all those things and more. Yeah. Um, You know, over the past 20 years, we've shown up to the opening of an envelope. We all like to get together. Any excuse. And this one was just kind of like, we all still talk and everything. So it wasn't like we hadn't seen each other in forever. It was like, oh, hey, now we're doing this. We, we, I don't know, we had a dinner at 54 Below and then we all did the original choreography and then we all went home. Ooh, sorry, I missed that. I mean, I wish I, I don't, you know, I wish I had something more exciting to say. It was a great. No, time. that is, it looked really fun, and I, I saw the pictures, and it all looked very, very cool and fun, and I'm, I'm happy for you. I got the monkeypox vaccine, the second, the second dose, so I was a little drained, a little exhausted. Have you, have you partaked in anal since? Now that you're free to roam about the cabin, I've partaked. I've partaken in nothing. No really? one. You no one full full cannon 
Yes. And even like, with four people, even with three people last night, no one went down on you like the it Titanic. It wasn't like that. We had like a like a lovely exchange of ideas dinner. You know, we had some steak tartare and Gross. some crudo. <laughs> Quads love raw meat. It was fine. <laughs> it was it was it was we we chatted about like Brene Brown. I don't know. I wish I could be like Brene and then there Brown. were two Eiffel Towers, but like it just <laughs> was more like about self-help and podcasts that we like to listen to. Funnily, this one wasn't on their list. Well, it sounds like I might like them then. <laughs> <laughs> yeah, I love them. <laughs> Anyways, so you also got stung by a stingray since I've last seen you? Yes. Are you wearing a uh, what's happening with your hair today? Are we doing like is there something in there? No, my headphones? No, it's just so, like, specifically, it's just, like, beautifully shaped. Really? I was just putting together an air conditioner. Thanks. <laughs> mm, looking good. Uh, I got some by Stingray. It's totally gone, although I have dreams about it, and I think it's because some of the poison's still stuck in my body, and my body's just, like, healing with that, because, you know, basically I have some of this other creature's venom inside my body still. Anyway, point being, you and I are going to Fire Island. <laughs> we are going to Fire Island, so wait. This is going to be your first time at the Fire Island Play Show. So yes. can we do a little rundown? Can I give you a little prep to start, like some some games? Let's play. First off, let's play Are You Smarter Than a Porn Star? I'm going to ask you three very easy questions. If you get it wrong, you have to take off a piece of clothing. Are you ready? I don't consent to the last part, but I'll play around. I'm in mixed company right Cameron, now. I don't want to talk with about. who? You're just, it's me and Cameron. We've both seen you completely They're naked. My housekeeper and we'll get to is that. Here. Your okay. housekeeper is there. So what? As if she hasn't seen you naked. Whose house are you at, anyways? Carry on, my friend. Go. I'm bad. By, I should just say, for those of you who have never heard uh, me speak before, I'm dumb. I'm not going to know these answers. These are. I very, couldn't name a city in Africa yesterday. I did. I asked him to name one city in Africa. You know what he said? Cairo. Egypt. No, I said Cairo. It's a trick question. No, it's not a trick question. There's not cities in Africa. Oh, my God. It's towns. Cancel him. Um, All right. Question number one. How long is a quarter of an hour? 15 minutes. Okay. You will not believe how many times porn stars say 25 minutes when I ask that Uh, question on stage. I'm obsessed with time. No, my God. Time is something I think about all the time. No pun intended. Well, you're almost out of it. Question number two. What is the closest planet to Earth? Mars. No. Take off a piece of clothing. <laughs> I'm not taking off a piece of clothing. Uh, but I'll fine, t- then have your housekeeper come The closest planet? Yes. Hold on. Don't tell me. Oh, my God. You already got it wrong. Venus. It is Venus, but you got it wrong. I know that. Question number three. Um, how many dots in a pair of dice? Oh, this is really hard. Okay. <laughs> three... Twenty-four? Forty-six. I don't know. Twenty-six. Twenty-two. Twenty-two. It's twenty-two. Forty-two. There's twenty-one on one. Right, of course. I knew it had to be double some bullshit. All right, let's move it on to the next question because we've already now established that you're dumb. Let's play the whore you know. If you think you know me, I'm going to ask you three questions and you have to get the answers correct. Do you think, one, I've ever filmed myself having sex? Yes. Incorrect? I have not. I have had someone hide a camera once and film me, and we had to go to court. It was a long, big battle. Um, That's what's going to happen with us now that you have my dick pic. You're going to be like when we eventually have our falling out. I'm going to take you to court for revenge porn. And you know what? I'm going to fucking win. All that swords money. (laughs) Mine. (laughs) Coming out soon. Um, Okay. Question number one. No, wait. Question number two. Do you think I've ever been peed on? No. I have not. That is correct. All right. One and one. Now I know how you're asking these. Like, now now I know what to say. Okay. Question number three. What is the most amount of people I've had sex with in one day? Six. Wrong. I'll give you another guess. Three. One wrong. One. Yeah, I figured. Just one, but then I'm, I'm a very monogamous. And I'm, I, I don't know. I, as a porn director, I'm very, very like concerned. You've never had a threesome? Not with penetration, no. Meaning, I didn't penetrate someone and then penetrate the other person. So that that can't. That don't count. Wait, I'm so confused by that math. 
I penetrative sex. Like if I had a threesome and then I fucked two of the other members, like maybe two of the three people that you're dating. So you don't count now. sex unless it's penetrative. Correct. I do. I think you can hook up with someone and not necessarily do anal. That doesn't. Yeah, you anal just said the not... word hook up. I said sex. Oh, wow. A, a, a semantics round. How fun. Okay, cool. <laughs> Lovely to know this about you. <laughs> oh, my God. Fun. The whore you know. So we shared news with each now, other. We've, we've seen each other completely naked. People loved it. You know what? I'm glad we explained this. This is our way of lightening each other's loads. No pun intended that day. Uh, um, you cheered me up. I, I saw your balls. I saw your dick. I saw your dick hole. I saw everything that I wanted to see. And although I don't have TikTok, so I can't see what's happening there, y'all have sent me screenshots. And I've seen like hundreds of thousands of of views on this that's like that's a lot so thank you for for wanting our penises and my inbox has been flooded with dicks on instagram so that's great keep sending them i love love to see it this is here are some of the comments that uh, we got about your about the video about your dick and about uh, how you pull such hot guys it's the vein just all caps <laughs> that's the that's the now quote. you've seen it is it the vein i think that would do it yeah. Okay. Yeah. It's got such personality, that vein. <laughs> it's like that vein, Elaine Stritch at Liberty, you know? Uh huh. Lots of stories to tell. Shirley McVeigh. Yeah, Shirley you McVeigh. You should name her. Do, have you named it? No. Uh, here's another one. Oh, at Pottery Barn. This is the story you told about um, what's his name? Austin Wolf. Uh, at Pottery Barn, believe me, there is always action. When is Austin Wolf not at CB2 looking for hole? Not that hard. Although, yeah, I don't know. First off, it wasn't at CB2. It wasn't at Pottery Barn. And this was like... It was at Cost 20 Plus. 20 years ago. This was before... Pier 1. Be, either of us were in porn. This was like... Restoration years hardware. Years and years before that. No, I don't... Hey, it was like, I met Austin Wolf for the first time at an Easter brunch. Well, Christ is risen. Uh, how about, let's see, if you're pulling in persona, it's not because of your size, it's because of your charisma, uniqueness, nerve, and talent. That's right. Thank you, you are always pulling in person. Although, you know what I did? I joined Tinder. I was inspired by you because I know you love a Tinder swipe swipe. I don't, but tell me about that. Wow. Wait, well, let's finish this because I had to read yours. Okay. Well, I'm getting the finger from camera to wrap up. So we'll just gently what? wrap that up. Uh, that was pretty much it for you. Well, let me see what they said about you. So they said, I had to Google image a quest bar. There's so many. I debunked that. I said birthday cake. It does not cake. look like a quest bar. It does not look like a birthday dick quest bar. And it says, is John cut or uncut? Can I answer that? We I've answered that answered the other day. We said it was a liberally cut. I have a happy. I have these. Yeah. Although when it's hard, it didn't look like a half. So it just looked like regular cut. You, you extended all the skin. Pretty much. Okay. Good. I I'm so dead ass. I need to get Eiffel Towered by you too. Would you be down for that? Can we Eiffel Tower someone together? Maybe Who do you have in people? mind, Cameron? I don't think we could make it through. I think we'd all be laughing. I, I could wouldn't. not perform. I would I definitely. I'd be like, "What time are we starting? What time are we finishing?" Okay. If we were to Eiffel Tower, Cameron, would you want the front or the back? The front. Good, because I want the back. Because I know, having now hung out with Cameron in person, I know that he can't walk down. Like, he's not able to walk downstairs or walk down hills. There's something about his body functioning that doesn't allow him to walk down. So I have to believe that his back door is just, like, ready for it. Oh, my God. Oh, my good God. Do you know what time it is? <laughs> it is time to jump to some thotty toppies. I know you were just on my show. But um, you know how I like to uh, cross the streams, as it were. Let's talk about the headline about the man who claims that taking Adderall turned him gay. Uh, lots of debate back and forth about this on Reddit. Some people saying, uh, you know, it increases your sex drive. So it may have ignited things that were latent or um, mm -hmm. unrecognized before. Uh, I he can says, see I can't... that. Go ahead. Yeah, have you taken Adderall? Once. I took it for when Wigstock was back for that one year they did it downtown uh bianca and bunny hosted it i tried it one time never again however my experience was the same it, it, i was gay when i took it yes i was not gay before i tried adderall i'm so glad someone's finally talking about this 
For real. It just, you know, it's it's prescribed, right, for, like, people with ADHD. That's so right. So it, it makes you focus and, like, gets rid of all the, the monkey shit that's, like, flying through your head. So maybe it's, like, pussy boobs all in your face, and then you realize, no, 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 no. That's right. Dick. Adderall was actually... ADHD. There's two Ds in it already. Mm, that's right. Yes, it was actually invented by gay scientists to make people unstraight. So... I'm glad that it's finally being talked about. Okay. I, we probably shouldn't let people know that, but go ahead. Do yeah. your addies. It's also known as like the grooming drug. Uh, Stranger Things, Joey Keery. I'm not up to date on Stranger Things, although I have watched seasons one and two and like the last episode of the last one, just to cut to the chase. Uh, we're just bringing this up actually just to bother you because he named Stanley Tucci and Charlie XCX among his idols. And I'm going to take the opportunity also again to say, while you may not stand... I eternally stand Charlie XCX. Go off. I'm just going to ignore this. I know that she responded with Twitter saying, mm, taste. That's right. Yeah, bad taste. Ezra Miller uh, is seeking mental health treatment for their problems for their, you know, a string of controversies lately. Arrested in March in Hawaii, allegedly throwing a chair at a woman, accused of grooming a teenager and cult-like behavior, accused of housing three young children and their mother at a weapon-filled farm in Vermont, just to name a few. Uh, now it's, uh, now they're saying, I, I have mental health issues, I'm seeking treatment, and we're wishing them the best. I'm not. Fuck uh, him. I, I am wishing Fuck them. Fuck him. I, he well, them. did awful things, and then I'm sure they. it was DC. They, sorry. I don't know them personally, so I didn't realize that. But they, DC is not cutting him from the flash. Like, everybody else lost their job. Fred Savage lost his job on the reboot of Wonder Years. Army Hammer lost all his jobs for eating people. But yet, we're going to be okay with this person just being in the flash and, like, fucking little kids? No, fire his ass. He does. He he's only claiming mental illness. I'm sure because DC said, "Hey, we're not going to reshoot this movie. Make up an excuse. Say it's this." I mean, I'm not trying to take away anything from mental health issues, and it does sound like they probably have them. But it's it's a little bit, a little too little, too late. He needs to be cut. They need to reshoot it. If they can scrap Batgirl, they can scrap the Flash. Okay. Um... You know, I have not had a moment to contact our lawyers, but I would probably assume they would want me to interject here and say that allegedly throwing a chair at a woman is a far cry from saying what you just said, which is fucking children. So let's just make that clear. Did I say fucking children? You did, but let's move on to the next one. Well, it does sound like he was. Did you know what he did with his children? Yeah, but like, they're all, again, allegations. And we're, we want everyone who well, wants to seek treatment, everyone who seeks treatment for mental health issues, we support, we stand behind, and we wish the best. Um, speak for yourself. Here's a story out of Ohio about the couple who was sent to jail after they were caught having sex on the, um, Mary, oh, the Ferris wheel. Sorry, big difference between a merry-go-round and a Ferris wheel. I, Centripetal force. If you're stuck on a, uh, a Ferris wheel, mm-hmm. what else are you going to do in Ohio? I've actually gotten head on a Ferris wheel because I'm scared of heights. And the person who I was with said, I'm going to make this easier for you. And they did did a little deed to make me feel better. And that's what I have to do. I'm so scared of of heights, even on flights. Like I put the plus in comfort plus because I am scared to death to go through it. So I need a little help. And so I don't maybe maybe we're just not. We're just not understanding them enough. Maybe this person had a mental health issue and they needed some comfort because they were scared of heights. So we need to be considerate of them. Hey, listen, I have sympathy for them. I don't think it's that bad. Um, If Reese Witherspoon can get fingered on a roller coaster, then these people can suck a dick on a Ferris wheel. uh, Cameron's looking at me questionable. Have you never seen that movie with her and Mark Wahlberg where she gets fingered on the roller coaster? What's it called? Fear? Fear. Yeah. Sorry, I cut you off, John. What were you saying? It's a great film. Mm -hmm. Uh, Another story out of your home state of Florida. Why do you got to keep telling people that? I moved for a reason. man who was uh, accused of injuring his girlfriend after throwing a hamburger at her. Um, There was an altercation that went down. Let me just read you some of the facts about this. Police discovered blood and cheese on her shorts. Been there. The shirt wasn't ketchup. Uh, And her hair. Well, I think... for the drama of the story, let's go ahead and say blood. How um, the fuck is a burger going to make you bleed? <laughs> there was a fight. This was at a Burger King. Um, 
the victim was 53 years old. There was a fight allegedly about uh, her not eating the food that was purchased for her to eat. That's a sweeping generalization of how the story went down. But she didn't eat the food. Then she got basically beat by this burger. And I just want to bring it back to me. When I was in eighth grade doing um, a musical at my middle school, this little cunt named Stacy who used to gay bash me, you heard it here, literally bully me still have scars and trauma about it to this day she was a small tiny little popular girl with blonde hair again stacy and she would <laughs> she would smile and act really appropriate and polite to everyone and then behind her back she'd be like you're a faggot and i would be like wow and she had me that was it was like this specific kind of bullying that the popular girl who acted all sweet used to do which was i'm gonna bully you and you can't tell anybody about it because if you do you're basically admitting you're a faggot so she would do it and i'd be like i can't tell on you because i'm gonna say she called me a faggot and then i would be a acting like a faggot and saying i'm a faggot so it got so bad for months this went on we're at the little after party for our um musical we're sitting at a diner and we're in this long booth and i'm at the end because again just like a faggot being bullied and she's like in between me and the rest of the popular kids and she was like cracking jokes and laughing and blah blah and i was like slaying and like popping off and like being amazing and like everyone was laughing she's like uh you think everybody likes you but really you're just a super fat and she would say these evil things and she'd be like it's like they, they you may think they all like you now but I know that you're a little faggot. And like, she just like the most demonic little bitch. And I finally reached my, and in my mind, I was like, be nice. You're just being bullied. One of these days you'll be like hot and old and on a podcast. But like for now, just take it. And I remember getting so upset that she'd be like, ha 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 faggot. And I took my hamburger and I couldn't take it. My mom was waiting outside in our Chevy Lumina and I, took my hamburger and I smashed her. I smashed it in. I ground that ground beef into her face. And, um, I snapped, I snapped and, um, she was stunned. I went, I went to school with this bitch for five more years from eighth grade to the graduation of senior year of high school. She didn't look at me fucking one time. Cause it was like burger bitch. I also, I, you know, from that point on, I wasn't so fat anymore. I suddenly turned six two and like, nice and funny and people liked me and i was always like burger king bitch okay that's thoughty toppies Holy for today shit. but stacy abrams has done a lot for our community so we need yeah, to forgive has. her she sure has well that's it we'll be right back with lana summers and dex morningstar get your hamburgers ready it's time trust Welcome back to Discretion Advised. I'm Mark McNamara, joined by my beauty queen, John Hill. And we are joined by, you know them as the real-life couple from Naked Sword original film, Everybody. It's Decked Morningstar and Lana Summers. Hi, y'all. Yes. Where are you guys at? Are you guys still in New York? We are still in New York. Um, We're supposed to go home Friday, but I bought the wrong flight home. So here we are. Where's home? (laughs) Fort Lauderdale. Oh, sweet. You know what? There's a lot of flights getting canceled outside of Florida or around Florida, New York, this whole. So just like peace and yeah, love, in New York Zen, calm vibes for you. Sorry if it's terrible. No, it's not <laughs> Never leaving. Never, Never leaving. Me. They performed at play. God, what has been two weeks ago now and you're still just stuck in New York? Yeah. You guys just need to move here. Exactly. That's the plan. That's the plan. Is how it really? was performing? So, guys, you guys, how was performing uh, and having sex in front of a live audience? Um, I mean, we loved it. We're pretty, you know, into the whole public play thing, anyhow. So, it felt second nature. Second nature. Okay. Speaking of playing in public, you guys introduced me to something, and that I'm still not super knowledgeable on. Tell me about sniffies. What the fuck is sniffies? How do you work <laughs> sniffies? Are we sniffing right now? Uh, we are sniffing right now. I have put my oh. cruising location to this podcast. <laughs> oh my God, Sniffies is dirty, y'all. Okay, what is oh, it? It's, so it's like, imagine like, if you ever played Pokemon Go, where you can see the like Pokemon on the map. It's very much that, um, except there's like no limits. It's not in the app store, so nudity is allowed anywhere. Um, and people, you can list cruising spots. And there's like moderators in town that if you find a new cruising spot, you can list it. 
and it's sick. You can host like group events and invite people to them, like say group orgy next Tuesday at 5 p.m. and invite other users to the orgy. And you had to go onto the website because there's not yeah, an app and you're just all, is there like a map that says like scratch and sniff here? Wow. Yeah. That's some good branding. <laughs> now, okay, yeah, so where, like locations. since you've been in New York for the last couple of weeks, where is the wildest sniffies? Like where are they happening around here? We go to the Rambles, but the AMC theater feels pretty popping, according to that. Wait, one. people are snipping in Central Park? Yeah, Rambles. Go, can we not sure. say that? Are we just are we blowing up the the sniffs? No, you're probably. Good. Hold you're on, probably. That's, it's <laughs> sniffies. Sniffies is public. Anybody can look and see. But go back to the AMC. Are people just going to see like minions anal? Exactly. Mm. Look, people are like detailed with this shit. They'll put second bathroom AMC level two. Big stalls can see people coming in. Like, and then comments on. Is the cruising like good there? Is it bad? How many people have visited the day? There was like second floor, third floor, and fourth floor bathrooms, and they were detailed in which one was the best. And I'm like, Did you go? And did you see a film? <clears throat> no, no, mm. no, I didn't need to. Gotcha. But so you've gone to some effect. of these sniffs. Yes. Yeah, yeah. Like, can you see the people? Stop. Wait, what? You can, or you can be discreet. So you you may not know who <laughs> who you're going to go meet. Yeah. Exactly. Just like Grinder. Hot. But well, I mean, Grinder, you need I'm to see people, right? That. It's like primal if you don't know all the details. Nice. Okay. John, would you be into sniffing? <laughs> Listen, I have the problem with the name. It, it it evokes something that it's not. I like to look around at the map, see what's going on. It's always a little shocking. I haven't met anyone off of there yet, but I've talked to a few people and like Wait, you've been on this? I think I mentioned it like a couple months ago and you were like, I don't know about that. Move on. Next question. I have looked. Sounds like me. Um, <laughs> Would you be more into it if it was called like Lookies? Because you don't like yeah. the smells? <laughs> Honestly, yeah. Because it smells like a sniffing fetish, which we've also established is not my vibe. But it is a little um, aggressive and graphic, which I, I'm here for. It's fascinating. Um, but what do I, something that you, you both said about uh, it's primal. You don't know all the details. What if you show up? This goes for anything. Grinder, scruff, whatever. Uh, you go and you show up and it's not something you're into. What do you say? Do you just say like, bitch, bye and walk out? Or are you like, there's, can I get into it? Maybe. Fine. Yeah. Can you but, get into it? Well, there's definitely situations where we're like not into it and you'll give them a nudge to like get off or, you know, do their own thing. And then sometimes you have to be like, okay, dude, I'm not into it. Mm. It's like, it can get awkward. Now is Sniffy's just like, is it for the LGBTQ community or is, are there straight snippers out there? It's, uh, it's primarily men who are gay, but there's also plenty of straight DL men. Who like, are you know, there. Joe had a long day at the office, and he knows that the gays will give him a blowjob at the dog park. You and have you that. met Joe? Uh, I've met a lot of Joes. Wow. Joe, okay. John. Let's go back to meeting, because let's give more of a backstory between you guys. So y'all have met at on Grinder, right? Isn't that where y'all, mm-hmm. you guys... And now here's something that I can teach myself. When I use the word like you guys i don't mean it as like a uh a masculine feminine thing i guess it's just from being from the south like we say y'all or you guys how does that oh, play into like is that's okay to say i didn't like cross the line 100 percent. no okay yeah, totally fine how did y'all meet grinder like one of the first people I ever message on grinder too really mm-hmm. and you said still- you also said that that lana was your first uncut dick right it was. Tell us Sucked about it that in the experience. Lot and honestly, I didn't even know what to fucking think. Suck it or give it a peanut. <laughs> True. Now, how does that make you feel, Lana? Like, did you feel like, oh my god, what am I doing with this guy who's feeding me peanuts? I mean, I had met off many people off grinders, so I had I was plenty of experience. I didn't care. I just wanted my dick sucked. Understandable. Mm. And like, did it? Oh, it and was did my he? first, and she's like, "No, yeah. I just wanted this dick stuff." It seems like you figured it out. So you, you didn't give <laughs> you it a peanut. You did the other one. How was it? <laughs> Still good. Good head. Wow. Congrats. I mean, how many years ago was that? When did you meet? Eight and a half years ago. Eight and a half years ago. I didn't realize it was that long. Like twenty fourteen. Now, 
Tell me about the journey that you guys have been on with this. I find this so fascinating and cool. And it's it's so interesting how you guys have managed to stay so strong and still together. You guys met as two guys, correct? Mm-hmm. How, how did that work? And how did, Lana, when did you just like realize this wasn't who you are? Um, probably two years into our relationship. I was doing drag from time that we met or i talked about doing drag until like right when we met and then i got into it he helped me with it um and doing drag just led to my gender identity discovery and which he also helped um he was just like babe do you want a breastplate or do you want tits and i was like um i don't know maybe tits who knows let's see and we just went further into it moved to florida transitioned and have been hookers ever since but it wasn't that easy from what I remember when we talked before. You started tra- to transition and then you detransitioned because it was, you felt kind of insecure in the relationship. Tell me about that. Yeah, there's like, um, I don't know. I'm, in, I'm into men. I like watching him with men. So we had tried to date someone and they were very much not used to trans bodies and a queer lifestyle. And so it didn't really work in that aspect, but. So I was thinking of, well, maybe if I was like not trans and just like non-binary, whatever the labels are, it really doesn't matter. You're either feminine, you're masculine, you're somewhere in between and people are into what they're into. So I was like, well, I'm obviously way more feminine than I think I am. So I just went right back to assimilating as a trans female. That's amazing. And Dex, for you, you've said that you've identified as pansexual, but that gay men are usually the first to discredit someone for being bi or pansexual. What has your experience been like with the gay community not really understanding? Um, I think that anything that doesn't fit in the realm of what they understand is like a little, you know, every time that a straight guy walks into the bar, gay men are usually the first one to be like, to fetishize the fact that he's straight or whatever, right? But then when said straight guy is with a trans woman, it's the opposite for them. And it's he's only with her because she has a dick. He's probably gay. It's like a stepping stone thing. So I think that's where queerness kind of lies outside the lines of gay. You know, a gay establishment is not going to be the same experience for us as a couple versus a queer establishment. Sure. I feel like that's true. Like gay guys are always threatened. Like any part of their sexuality is challenged. They get really aggressive and defensive real quick. You know, it makes them think about, you know, their identity, you know, and you, it, as you get older, it changes. Everybody's fluid, even if they don't know it. Yeah, and I think there is a lot of like, okay, this is what I'm into. But then I think there are a lot of layers on top of things that we've all been taught and socialized to be right. into. So it's like, I don't know, as a couple, we appeal to so many various kind of people on the spectrum of sexuality. So it is cool to like have hookups and shit and see people it being my first time with a trans woman or it being a guy's first time with another guy that's not a woman or a trans woman. So it's cool. That's why I love going. That's why I love going to gay spaces. Like I love going to said like gay men's spots that are for cruising the Eagle or the Ramrod in Fort Lauderdale or the rambles here, whatever it is. Like I like to go there. I know I'm the only trans person usually there. Um, there's obviously trans men, but I'm usually the only femme person and I'm fine with it because people are going to interact because if they want to interact with him, they're going to end up interacting with me just out of usually respect. But, and it's hot, you know, people will go to the Eagle and we'll have, we'll be in like a group orgy or whatever. And she had this like daddy bent over and then he like turns around and looks at her and goes, you know, I got divorced from my wife and I always loved her titties so much. So this is so hot. And it was just a moment for him, even like he was, you know, wow, maybe I am into something else. But it's like, it'll be us in the middle of an orgy with 30 men and then Lana just dicking them down. I might have been one of those 30 men because I said on this podcast, I don't know, Cameron, if it was this version of it or the previous version where I had filmed Lana and Dex that day that we did the podcast and I came on here and I said, I filmed a scene today that has expanded my mind to things that I didn't know I was sexually interested in because it just was never presented in front of me. And then seeing them, this may be uncomfortable to announce in front of you guys, but to see them have sex, I was like, wait a second. I identify more with this. This is so hot. Like these two beautiful, this relationship, everything about this, I'm on board with. And I didn't even realize that till having it like directed in front of my face. So if we all can like open our minds a little bit instead of always being so, oh, this is what I'm into. I'm staying into that. 
it, I think it's a beautiful place. Mm-hmm. Snippies and yeah. <laughs> all of it. <laughs> we're into what we're into, but sometimes you have lemon cake versus velvet, red velvet cake. It doesn't really matter. There you go. There's cake for everyone. Come on, cake. All right, it is game time. We're going to play the newlywed game. It's going to be me and John versus Lana and Dex. And our beautiful, lovely Taylor Swift impersonator, Cameron Greer, our producer, is going to. <gasps> Yay, give Cameron! Us I knew the... you were trouble when you walked in, bitch. Yes. I hate both he of you. He is our Pat Sajak, or whoever hosted the newlywed game. Okay, um, so basically, I'm going to split you guys up. Um, it's going to be Dex and Lana on a team, John and Mark on a team. We're going to have John and Dex go first. You guys are going to answer the questions. Basic newlywed rules. If you match with your partner, you get a point. Try not to cheat, Mark. I'll try um, not to cheat. If you promise me to take a hit of poppers or something and loosen up, have fun here today, Cameron. No, I, do you know how much I don't want to be on this podcast? You make me come on it every week now. Do you know how much I don't <laughs> care? Why don't you want to be on it? Exactly. Uh, okay. Let your light shine, cunt. Yeah, or I'm going to make you walk down a flight of stairs. Okay, please stop making fun of my knees. I'm injured. I don't think I get the rules, but I say we just jump in. Okay, let's Okay, all right. So, John and Dex. Got it. That's me. (laughs) If your partner was to bring food into the bedroom for foreplay, what would they bring? Oh, I know. Oh, I had to say what John would bring? No, no, no. This is John. John's going to say what you would bring. John, you know this. Oh, I know I do, and I... I feel so dumb that I'm not remembering it. Okay, I like Reese's peanut butter cups. No lasagna. Oh, okay, Garfield. <laughs> Come on, Sicilian. Um, Dex, what would Lana bring into the bedroom? Dex. Probably an eggplant. <laughs> <laughs> Who needs one? I already have it. Boom! Oh, no one got the point that round. All right! Wow! Oh. Wow! All right, last question for this couple, these couples. John, who is more likely to finish faster in bed? You or Mark? <laughs> Me. Absolutely, Me. John. John's I'm already hor- finished twice this I'm episode. I'm hornier. <laughs> <laughs> All right, Dex, between you two, who's more likely to finish faster? Lana. Yeah. Uh, that is two I to two after she, this round. She always busts way too soon when we go cruising. Hey, I like a, I like a long sesh. Amazing. Let's switch it up. Um, Mark, you're answering. Lana, you're answering. Who is your partner's current celebrity crush? <gasps> Who does John like? I know. Abby Lee Miller. Correct. Yes. <laughs> For a boy, it would be Orlando Bloom, but yeah. Oh, damn it. Fine. I'll take the point away. <laughs> All right, Lana. Texas celebrity crush right now. Um, probably his Pilates fitness instructor from hey. Texas. Yes. Ooh. That was correct. <laughs> All right, they're in the lead, John. Come on, we had to destroy okay. them. Okay. Okay. All right, what would your partner say is your most attractive body part? Legs. Am I answering for John, right? Yeah. Oh, my bad. <laughs> He would have said, well, that's an obvious one. We've talked about it. I would have said legs, so that's true. (laughs) He's got gigantic legs. His legs are the size of like a dinner room, a dining table. And and then we'd say nipples. I don't know. Is that his favorite body part? Well, dick is just obvious. Obviously. All right, Lana. Is his favorite body part on myself or anyone? On you. Yeah. My dick. Yep. Yep. Oh, man. (laughs) All right. And then last one. Um, What is your partner's go-to category when they watch adult films? I know this. (laughs) Hand-holding. Yeah, I got this. Do you actually not know Mark's? Or do you not know John's? I'm pretty sure I do. Oh, wait. Is it a gangbang? Yes. Gangbang. Okay. Yeah. Fine. Good for you. Holding hands a second, though, I'm sure. <laughs> I do love holding hands while gangbanging. Oh, All right, so Lana, what's romantic. yours? What's Texas? What's is Texas? like cruising videos or guys in shower rooms when they don't know that there's videos looking at them. The unsuspecting like stuff. So he's a peeping mm. Tom. I'm a peeping Tom, through and through. <laughs> 
That's it. Lana and Dex, you win. Me and John, I'm sorry. We lost this round. Uh, thank Good you job, so guys. much for being here. Where can where can people find you other than Sniffies? Um, all of my socials are the Good Boy Dex. Dex with two X's. Mine is going to be under Lana Summers XO. Lana Summers XO and the Good Boy XX, right? The Good Boy Dex. The Good Boy the Dex. Thank you so much for being here. We will be right back. Of course. You guys are the best. Thank you so much for being here. We'll be right back counting down. What are we doing, Cameron? We're doing blue balls, right? We're blue gonna, balls. We're going to finish this off. And then later we have Kevin Ambiance from the House of Ambiance from Pure Honey from Beyonce's new single. We'll be right back. Oh, funk. How do you feel like you're not? Go run or walk around. Right now. Okay, I'll be right back. <laughs> Welcome back to the show. Mark's going to go take a walk around the block to see if she can fucking shake this attitude off. Um, it's time for Order of the Penis. And for this week, I have a big surprise for everybody. It's another it's round <laughs> of blue balls. Uh, little droplets of things we've left in previous episodes that uh, have left everyone with blue balls, apparently. We're going to clear some shit up. How about if I start, Mark? Please do. I told you I was in a bad mood and in and, and, and privates and confidence. Hey, confidence? you know what? We're blurring the lines. I, I'm okay. shaking it off. I'm shaking it off. Give me your blue balls. Shake it off, bitch. Okay. During the interview with Jill Zarin, you noted that you aren't a fan of directing porn parodies. Besides parody, what other genres of styles of porn do you hate making? Um, Anything that's like super goofy that takes itself too seriously. Like there's a company out there that I used to film a lot for. Maybe I did some parodies for them that their go-to, it seems like they've morphed into the last couple of years is just being ridiculous and woman walking in on it. Like, oh, I didn't know you were having sex right in front of my, you know, Mexican pizza from tacos. Bell, like stupid shit like that. I hate, hate when it's like goofy, but it doesn't. You have to be in on the joke. Like you have to be making fun of yourself. And those are just like I feel like it makes the the actors look terrible. It's just stupid and goofy for no reason. There's you can add humor into porn. You absolutely have to because we're not curing cancer. We're we're making porn. We should be have fun with it. But there's a line that's being crossed a lot that's just like so stupid and goofy. And I hate doing that shit. Okay, you heard it here, folks. Uh, you want another one or do I go let me give you let me give you some blue balls all right you came out as an art pop stan during our cabaret episode what are your thoughts on Gaga not including anything from art pop on their chromatica ball I think you got to change with the times I of course I would love to hear gypsy live or anything from art pop but like I get it she's you know this is her vision of chromatic it's the chromatica ball it would be weird like I get it we're going for that experience in two years when she does a greatest hits farewell tour for the first time out of 50 <laughs> there will be plenty of art pop on there and then art pop will have a resurgence and everybody will be like oh my god it was so underrated and I'll be like yeah I know I told everyone first so I'm cool with it I'm gonna go see it uh, see the chromatica ball at Dodger Stadium in a month can't wow. wait I'm gonna throw down to 911 plastic doll bitch bless your heart what do i have for you all right during our call in with luca del rey you said the following quote i had some erotic moments go down in youth group when i was growing up in texas for sure what did you mean by that please explain i mean but just so everyone how knows, much time cameron's, do you have? Cameron, cameron's pulling these questions no, that's why how much time do you have let's see i got um youth group sex. i got a blowjob from a young woman in the back of a Volvo station wagon while the church musical was rehearsing inside and she bit me and I said what is happening and she was like what that's how you're supposed to do it and I was like oh who knew and then I was gay um this (laughs) another yeah but she also had I think some mental problems um I think was it Charlie XCX you know what I have to clarify Charlie you bit me (laughs) I love Charlie XCX. Um, yeah, I, I had a lot of erotic moments. Good. I, I I had a platonic hand-holding, just to throw that back out there, relationship with um, my co-Christian counselor at a camp once. We didn't do anything sexual. We did. I, I actually don't want to know anything about youth, youth group sex, so let's move on from this question. <laughs> okay. It's borderlining. 
Uh, please tell us more about legend, icon, and star of the major motion picture Ocean's 8 and Hathaway attending your Fire Island show. I don't know. I, that's the, the extent of what I said is all I know. She came. She came to play. It was actually called Blow Then. It was at Cherry's uh, on Cherry Grove. Um, she came. I believe she has a gay brother. I think maybe he was there and he stayed. Uh, she came in. She saw that there was anal. She had like a little taste and then left. That's all. You know what? Respect. That's all I have for you. I have one more for you. Okay. That hopefully does not have to do with children having sex. Oh, wait, it does. Youth group What's is like up? 18 years old, by the way. Is it? Yes. That's what I'm saying. When I, when youth group for me was like 17, 18, I was old. I was like a high school young okay, life. That, that does make me feel better. All right. What's that. up with the twink that lives in your old apartment? Have you seen him again? Was he ever, ever able to fix his bed after you broke it? He's a great guy. I'm still in touch with him. Like physical touch with him? Uh, not no, not for a minute, no. But great guy. All right, good. Love that guy. When we come back, we are joined by Cunty himself, Kevin Ambiance. We're gonna get the tea on Beyonce. It's time for a Renaissance. We will be right back. Welcome back to Discretion Advised. Yes, that presence that you can hear amongst us, not Mark McNamara. <laughs> Mark McNamara. Oh my God. That's the first Welcome time I've said McNamara. that. Wow. Um, we are joined by an icon, a legend, and superstar of all time, Kevin Aviance. Hi, Conti. Golf clap. Golf clap from Cameron. Thank you. Hi, Kevin. Hi, guys. What's going on? How are you doing? We're just listening uh, to your tracks, your new tracks, exactly. your sampled tracks, your interpolated tracks. <laughs> I mean, I have to imagine you Congratulations. are on such a high right now. This is not only are you on a Beyonce song, you're on the best song on the entire album. Like right off the bat, Pure Honey stands out as like a fucking cunty track. How how do you feel right now? Literally a cunty track, sampling your song <laughs> Cunty from 1996. Um it's it's amazing it's an amazing feeling i mean it's been like a couple of weeks right so i you know you're in denial and then you're doing and you have to accept it and then you gag and all this stuff i'm just every day it's just been amazing it's been beautiful is it really true you didn't know until 1 a.m before it was released yeah i didn't know at all I don't you know. had no idea but like don't they have to contact you and ask permission or no or what you have to understand something so i best to tell you all these details but i'll tell you you'll be the first to know this um <laughs> That um, the Mike, the other guy, Jarrell Black, who I did the song with, um, he's one of the music. Um, he knew. He mm-hmm. he went on vacation. And forgot okay. So when he came back, he came back the day after it came out, and he didn't want to. Well, comes about he came over last night actually, and he told me he said I knew about it, but I just he wanted to go on vacation so bad, so he had been in the house for like two years. So he said, so you forgot to tell me, dude? Like, are you? Hitting me? Like, what is it? I, you know, I wouldn't change anything at all about the whole me finding out and everything. It was so incredible. It's so incredible. Talk about the best surprise ever. I mean, that is the best case scenario for having your song sampled. The best person, the best track, the best time. Congratulations. It is so nice to see. I remember when I was a bartender at XL, the first XL on 16th Street in 2001 or whatever. I mean, that was my when I first got to New York and it was all you all the time. And like, this is like, it's so nice to have my youth brought back, you know. <laughs> Did you just cry the first time you heard it? Did was how, What was that emotional feeling? I literally passed out. I passed out. And that came to, and, and then I heard it again. And I, believe it and i just cried for like four hours you know i think it was more like a it's more like something just coming over me and like being heard you know what i mean like the songs it means so much to me you know what i mean and um and to a lot of other people too so you know it was my first single it was, it was my first wow voice you know what i mean so yeah have you spoken to beyonce um oh that's a yes <laughs> You can't say it, can you? <laughs> Maybe. Are you just like incredibly rich now? Are you a writer on that song now? Did she give you Why the credit? Money, girl. 
I need to know. You're in New York. I need to know whose house I'm going over to to party. <laughs> you might. It's rude. <laughs> Can you weigh in on the Khalees drama? How do you feel about her? She didn't feel as honored, I, I would assume. Um, you know, who doesn't want to be on a B album? I mean, come on. I, I don't know. Right. I, just, I just feel like, you know. Because Beyonce's like, you know, I I just, I don't want to get into anyone else's business, you know what I mean? And I don't know why she would be going all, all in like that and whatever, but, you know, the, it's just kind of like, you know, we're in a world where, where people are like helping each other out, you know what I mean? So, you know, I think that, you know, I don't think it was rude. I don't think that it was like, uh, you know, like a bad way. It's not like she didn't give her, t- give her credit at all, you know what I mean? It's kind of like weird, you know? I went back and forth on it when the news broke of it and her feelings. I thought, okay, well, maybe she does feel a certain way. But then Beyonce put her as a writer. So as she was not a writer of Milkshake, so Beyonce just basically said, here are some coins that you can have forever every time this song is streamed. Right. Maybe she didn't really understand that part of it all, but she kind of did like throw her a bone there. And it, it was very nice of her. I think she did. I think she like posted like two or three times. And it's just like after the third time, I was just like, girl, what are you? going through but i want to i want to bring back the celebration of you this is this is just so major and it it is my personal favorite song on the album the album is genius from from start to finish and you are the highlighted track tell us about the original song what was that inspired by where did where did cunty come from for me my cunty from watching these uh two young kids gay kids at the pier and they're with them they were in front of a mirror doing like modeling from a broken mirror and they were, girl, I'm cunty, I'm cunty, I'm cunty, I'm cunty. And I just wrote, the, I wrote the word down. Like, I've never heard the word before like that. You know what I mean? And then I met Jarrell, and he played the track for me. And I was like, ooh, ooh this, this is cunty. He goes, well, that's the name of the track. Little did I know that he had the word in his head already. So it was just marriage meant to be, you know. Cunty. Love it and obsessed. So what's next? Where do you go from here? Are you going on tour with Beyonce? Are you part of Destiny's Child now? What What's next for you? Um, well, I've been doing single called I'm back and, uh, I am also working on a women's show and there's an album coming out too. Um, I'm doing filming a lot of stuff right now. I'm got a couple of offers and so things are busy, you know, I never really stopped doing stuff. So it's just kind of like, this is all just added a lot of like more drama to my life, I guess, you know, but, but I'm having a great time. The best drama. I mean, being a New Yorker myself, just knowing of you, the icon that you are and just to see you. You've already gotten your flowers, but here are just another bouquet of flowers for you. I'm so excited for you and so happy for you. Where can people follow you so they're up to date and they can go see you? I'm on, um, I am on uh, Instagram, Kevin Avion's official. Um, Facebook is like, mm, whatever. Uh, but the, <laughs> Instagram is like my thing. So, And then, I, you know, I'm at the queue every Thursday night too, DJing there. So, Oh, perfect. Okay, yeah, we will see you there. Thank you so much, Kevin. Thank, Thank you, you so much so for time. listening. Thank you. You You can follow us on discadpod.com to watch the show or any of our social networks at discadpod. That's D-I-S-C-A-D-P-O-D. Until next time. Bye, cunties. Bye. Keep it pure, honey. (laughs) Honey. Honey.